In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the And welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. And with me, my co-host, all the way from across the pond, the ghost finder general himself, Mr. Richard Felix. Good afternoon, or good evening. How are you? Outstanding. Uh, we do have a bunch of, uh, anyways, if anybody wants to uh, uh, join us in our conversation, they can call in at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or join us live in the Toji Net or the Pararex chat room. But anyways, um, some sad news in the paranormal uh, community today. Tell me. Uh, is a fellow that we've had on the show, I believe, a couple times has passed away, Mr. Tony Amesworth. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, dear. Yeah, I believe you knew him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've never met him, but obviously we, we had him on the show twice. Um, right. And he's a guy, oh, that is such a shame because that, that, I tell you what, years ago, someone said to me uh, a very interesting phrase, and I'm not saying Tony was old or anything like that, but basically, um, <laughs> you can't no, no, I, I, I actually don't know how old Tony was, but someone said to me, when an elderly person dies, it's like a library burning down. It's true. It's absolutely and true. So, so true, because that, uh, I'm really upset, because that guy had such knowledge, Ron, as you know, from, from having him on the show, and it's, it's gone. Um, that's yeah. it. it uh, you know, all that he had stored in his mind, in his head, in his in his hard drive, is now gone. And unless unless he's got it all down on on paper, and I, I don't know. Obviously, we need to sp- speak to Norrie about it because I, I, I wonder whether he's he, he ever managed to, to to write in a book. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's really sad. There's a couple of things that, that's that's interesting. I, I I was thinking about this the other day. Is, do you realize, it kind of fits what you say, do you realize that how much we would have to do if we had to learn everything all over again ourselves? Uh, yeah, oh, no, yeah. seriously. I mean, I mean, you know, all the hundreds and thousands of years, well, hundreds of thousands, whatever, uh, yeah. of years of people's knowledge, we get, and we know, we take it so... You know, so cleverly, right? right? I mean, right? I mean, we, we didn't. We just think of the first people coming on what, what to eat. You know, what is good and what's going to kill you. You know? Yeah, no, that's so true. That's right. So right, because you know, originally we didn't know what was good, and so, <laughs> so we ate anything. Somewhere, uh, somewhere, and, somewhere and, along and the line, 
Yeah. It's, it's oh amazing. My God. But it's so true. But I mean, obviously, I mean, we did it. We had Tony on twice, didn't we, Ron? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. The only, the only thing we've, of course, we've got is the fact that it, that it's, um, okay. we've got recordings. That's right. You on can go to iTunes and uh, find them in uh, Ghost Chronicles International and you can uh, listen to Tony. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that guy, I, you know, I, I so wanted to meet him because I had so much to talk. You know, you know, like you, we're, we're learning all the time, and the more people right. we talk to, um, the more little little bits of knowledge that, that that we glean from it. I mean, what I always remember one of the things he said to us on, on, on the show was the fact that, um, you know, the taller the buildings, sort of like skyscrapers and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, which you've got, obviously, in the States, far more, the, the more energy they seem to glean from the Earth. Because he was so much into Earth energies. Oh, absolutely. And, and what a building, you know, it depends on what a building is actually built on as to how haunted a place can be by the nature of the, the energies that are emanating from the Earth. Right. And, you know, a lot um, of people say, a lot of people say, uh, okay, skyscrapers, they're really not haunted. Why should they be haunted? Because they're new modern. But they don't understand also that skyscrapers, you know, they're made with metal. The frames are metal. And what's a good conductor of metal? I mean, I mean... Correct. Uh, you, you, yeah. Magnetic, uh, concrete, and of course, you know me oh. and my silica theory. Exactly, all um, that stuff. Concrete is silica. And glass. Next time, next time you look at a concrete building, a granite building or anything else, look at the crystals, the, the quartz crystals glistening in it, guys, when the sun shines on it. Right. I know, I know there's a bridge, uh, there's a building um, in Chicago. I, I, I remember having uh, Ursula, uh, I can never say her name, Belodowski or whatever it is. She does <laughs> yeah. uh, sh- Chicago haunted tours and stuff. But, oh, uh, yes. And uh, th- there's a building out there that, in fact, that uh, the head of the Satanic Church, what the heck is his name? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the the real church there. It's uh, gosh, I can't think of it. Anymore. Oh, Beelzebub? <laughs> no, no. It's a real living flesh guy. <laughs> well, I thought the devil was real. No, the head of the church, not necessarily the deity of the church. But anyways, he lived in there at one time. And in the building, yeah. even though the, the the upper floor windows do not open, people yeah. have committed suicide by jumping out, and they can't explain it. So it's almost if they passed right through the glass. You're joking. I've not heard that. No. Interesting one. I'm not joking. I'll have to have her on the show again, because she, she was always fascinating. Yeah. But, yeah, that's absolutely true. The, that whole building is, is somehow connected so strongly with energy and exactly uh, and that causes things you see we've got a, a very very interesting place in in uh, talk all, all to do with what we're talking about energies earth energies um you may have heard it a place called beachy head uh it's a cliff top made of yeah. chalk uh obviously down down on the south coast of england and so many people have committed suicide by either jumping off off the cliff top or dro- or their cars have gone over the edge of the cliff. Really? Uh, oh, and I'm not talking... Uh, well, let, let me tell you how serious it is. Number one, the council down there have now uh, secured the whole area so mm-hmm. that you, you, and with huge sort of fences, and well, stronger than fences, uh, along the clifftop to stop people parking and then their cars going over the edge. And secondly, that the Samaritans... Mm-hmm. The Samaritans, which I don't, I don't, do you have something like that in in, in the, it's, it's a number that you you dial uh, um, a, a group of uh, uh, charity. But that if you 
feeling suicidal, you can ring ring the Samaritans. They usually call me. Um, sorry? They usually call me. They should call you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the Samaritans, I, I don't know whether you have similar in America. You probably yeah, we do. do. We, we, have, yeah. we have what we call suicide hotlines and so forth, yeah. Oh, right. Well, these are yeah. called the Samaritans. These guys patrol the area of Beachy Head, I think between something like 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock every morning. This is how serious, this is how many people have committed suicide on that clifftop. Now, now there's, something, there's something in it, Ron, that makes people do it. You can't right. say that it's just a coincidence that people keep happen to just walk along to the cliff and throw themselves off in the same way as this, this building in Chicago. Mm -hmm. There must be an energy source or something something that's compelling people to do it. Maybe a dark voice. Huh. Well, it's, it's funny, it's yeah, funny you mention that, it, it, that because uh, in the, my book, uh, Goes to Day, which is coming out in September, one of yep. the, uh, the thing is, is the suicide bridge where uh, they've had that same problem. People have crossed the bridge and they, they seem to be in good spirit and everything else. The next thing, they've jumped to their deaths. And, uh, where, where's that? Oh, uh, I knew you would ask me. It's out west. I can't recall. Uh, right. Offhand. Okay, but it's a, it's a, is it over a, a, a river or a canyon? It is over a river, and uh, probably the most famous story was a, 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 a mother and her little baby, and she threw the baby over the bridge and jumped off. Oh, uh, but unfortunately for her, well, fortunately for the baby, the baby landed in a tree, was saved, but she died. So she is one of the spirits that is seen wandering around. Wow. Um, but you see, why? Why, why, you know, why do they do it? I mean, this, back to this beachy head. Um, right. The, late, the latest one that I, I've heard of, it was, it was a, a husband and wife whose, whose baby, little boy, I think he was a little boy, uh, died. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the two of them went to beachy head with, the, with their baby in a, in a knapsack. And one of them held the knapsack with the baby, and the other one had got the baby's favourite toys in the knapsack. Oh, God. And the two of them, two of them jumped. Oh, so sad. With, with the dead, with the dead baby or dead mm. dead toddler in, in the knapsack. Right. But, but Rob, why? Yeah, I, I mean, know. And yes, obviously they couldn't stand to live yeah. without their child. But why beat your head? Uh, they travelled to beat your head to do it. Really? As if something was beckoning them, you know. It, it, it's horrible. Uh, there's, there's another one. There's a place in Wales at the uh -huh. moment uh, called Bridge End uh, in Wales. I know that I, for I, some reason. I, I'm not sure why. Well, but there's yeah. been something like 17 teenagers. That's the one where they all, commit, they all commit suicide, right? Yeah, in the town. Unbelievable. It, it is extreme. Now, funnily enough, I, I, have, um, I have a friend uh, called Simon, Simon Kerwood, who runs a, or, or I don't know if he still does, run a group there called Spooks. Uh, and I've visited Simon, I've visited Bridgend on, on various occasions. Um, it's no more haunted, as far as I knew, than any, mm -hmm. other, than any other place. But these kids keep killing themselves. Um, I don't know. Of course I don't know. But is, it, is there something emanating from the ground again? As you've said, without being funny, you know I'm not into it, but dark forces, perhaps. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I really but, don't. You know, it's interesting, too. When I first... I uh, started radio uh, years ago on WCCM in Lawrence. I remember one of the stories, that one of the first stories that we started with was this place in uh, Hong Kong. I believe it's Hong Kong. could be Singapore. You know me. But uh, yeah. uh, it, it was a place, a suicide leap, basically, where people would commit suicide. And they were actually contemplating, get this, 
build an amusement park there. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are, you see. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I think, basically, the, the big situation about this, this planet, this Earth of ours, is that we know so little about... We're too busy uh, trying to land... I know we have landed people on the moon, but, you know, we're too busy going out, looking at other things, rather than trying to find out what's going on within our own little, our own little patch, our own Earth. This is true. It's, 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 there's more to us. There's more to it. Uh, and I, I think it, it governs us and, and um, affects us. We will look at the moon. I know that's not this earth. You know how, how it affects the tides and how it affects people. Um, True. Full moons. Weird. Yeah, I, I remember talking to David Wells. Now, David Wells is a big astrologer. And I re- yeah. remember saying, you know, how, how does this astronomy stuff work? And then it it just made all sense because all these heavenly your bodies bodies actually could influence. I sort of imagine. I mean, and I'm not saying I absolutely that this is true or whatever, but it it, it the theory is there that it, it's uh, you know it does work. I think so. I mean, certainly uh, there's no doubt about the the, the moon affects certain people. Right. Uh, there's no no that's, doubt about. That's where we, we get the word lunatic from, correct? Lunatics, absolutely right. So I mean. Uh, I, wrong, I don't know. Um, I, I wish I did. Uh, basically, you know, you and I are trying to find out what it's, what it's all about. We're I'm sure we never will. We're absolutely explorers. We are. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Um, it, it. To me, it's one of the last great frontiers. Um, the, par- the paranormal, what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we need help. We need help from people out there to tell us more, don't we? Yeah, I think so, and uh, and I think you know people are more aware of the spirituality, and it seems to be any, any time in, the, in a crisis, there, there, you know, people turn to spirituality, whether it's a, a formalized religion or a new age or, or uh, yeah, you're right, contact with right. that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just hope that Tony Ainsworth comes back and tells me more. I mean, that would be awesome. As, I, as I've on. always said, that that Maureen and I actually have our own. Sign that if either one of us pass uh, before each other, then we we have a uh, a sign that we will, uh, if we can, to let the other know that uh, we're okay and there is something on that the other side. That could be great. Yeah, that so could be that's great. Neat. And I presume that only the two of you know know absolutely you know, the, the sign, right. which is right. fantastic. You know, wow. we could. You know, we could very well say, you know, like, uh, you know, Houdini had something similar, but he actually yeah. had that published. And even though they supposedly that that psychic had gotten the sign, uh, the, the work would had already been put in a book somewhere. So therefore, you know, there was always that doubt. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so but I mean, Tony, I, I, I'm very sorry about that. Very. Sorry. I, I am too. I mean, he has some great, great. Uh, theories. I, I maybe not all agreed with them. You know, I'm, that's what this is all about. It's it's about disagreement. Yeah. If we all just sat around and said, "Okay, yeah, that's true. Everything you say is true," uh, then you know we could be overlooking something that's you know uh, yeah. taking a falsehood and and, and yeah. propagating it. I mean, we should always challenge each other's work all the time. I think so, all the time. There's no doubt about that because you know if we're all a load of yes men and we just say, "Yep, yep, that, I agree with that, and I agree with that, and I agree with that," then well. No, I think not. We we uh, need skeptics, and that's why I like you, Richard. I mean, you and I—you uh, came over here last summer, which we—I still was some very fond memories, and uh, 
And, you know, we didn't always agree on things. Of course we didn't. We don't agree on lots of things. And I think that's, that, you know, we have a healthy respect for each other's ideas. Um, neither of us know who's right and who's wrong, but that's what it's about. Um, debating. Or even, even if we are both right and wrong. As I always say, you can have a medium go into a place and they can get up with two different readings, but not necessarily either one of them is right or wrong. So no, our theories might be, uh, you know, they might be yeah. a combination see, of the two. Or, or correct, both, correct. Both be true. Yeah, but of course the other one is combining each other's theories. You know, then, then we, we both, you know, I've learned things from you. Um, I, oh, I, I would think, I hope, you know, and, and, and vice versa. You know, we, we've sort of, we, we, in our own field, I mean, the, the, the beauty of you, Ron, is the fact that you, 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 you are a scientist. And that's, that's something that, that it, it, I find we don't, we don't get enough scientists in, in, in paranormal research. I, I wish we had more. Well, uh, every, go on. Yeah, you know, to me, the true, true scientist in the paranormal, I have a scientific background, okay? That's how, yeah, yeah, I describe myself as that, because I do have a scientific background. But to me, the real scientist is a guy like Karen O'Keefe, Lloyd Arbach. You know, people have spent their whole life studying the field. You know, I have not done that. I have a scientific background, which helps me, okay? There's no doubt about it. But... You know, there's so much more that a guy like Karen O'Keefe or Lloyd Abrak knows to me. I'm an amateur compared to them. Yes, but I, I, w- I would say that you, you see, there's, there's different, there's different aspects, different sides to right. science, of course. That's the, the other, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, what, I mean, both you and I, to a certain extent, are, are, are sort of delving into the realms of quantum physics. Oh yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's, um, no doubt which about again it. is a, is a, a totally different uh, a physicist, or I mean, uh, is very different. I would su- suggest to a um, a psychologist. Right, right. Um, there are so many different sides to, to science. Um, you know, I, I think in in one day, all of this will be scientifically proved. Um, but the problem I have is that so many scientists, because, because there is so little funding, certainly in England, I, I, I don't know whether you have oh, it or whatever. Everywhere, there's no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, there's so little uh, funding for scientific exploration into the paranormal that as far as they're concerned, there's no such thing. Because there's right. no money for it. And I well, find yeah. that so wrong. Yes, that's that person who's, who's not a skeptic. They're just a total... Uh, uh, agnostic is, as I would say, yeah. that, that they are a non-believer and they yeah, don't because they're not even open to, to any other suggestion. Correct. And yet, Ron, you know, I know, and the world knows that there is a scientific explanation for whatever's going on. Right. Absolutely. Of course there is. I, I, I think I've said this to you before. Uh, eight out of ten ghosts can be explained. Yeah, okay. We know that. That, that you know, In fact, it, it's a windy night. That's why the door slams shut. Um, the dark shadow that you saw going out of your room at five o'clock in the morning, that was your dad. He'd come in for a pair of socks because he'd run out of socks and he was, he was on an early shift. I always loved that analogy. Up. I always loved that analogy. <laughs> but, it's, but, you know, it's a, it, it, it's a fact that a right, lot of absolutely. these things can be explained. But I've now, as I think I said to you, I've actually changed it, and I've now said, 
10 out of 10 ghosts could be explained, but not yet. Right. We don't have the because technology we, or the scientific we will, No, we don't have the technology, the know-how, and we're just not doing enough research. Right. We're, we're you know, us guys here, the, the, the amateurs are, are left to do it, and, and all those guys out there that are, that are you know, have formed paranormal groups like, like yourself and, and, mm -hmm. and so many other people, um, you know, m m so most of the world's huge discoveries have been made by amateurs. Oh, absolutely. And I believe that one day, if, if enough people keep going, and there doesn't seem to be any stopping it, I mean, I think I've told you before, there are more people in England going, uh, uh, looking for ghosts than going fishing. <laughs> That's funny. Which, which is very, very similar to, actually, by the way. <laughs> fishing for ghosts. Yeah, I mean, really, so you try to when you think about it, you know, you're, you're putting your lures out there, you're hoping to make contact or, or catch a fish, and and, yeah. then, and you wait forever. <laughs> that's so. That's that. Absolutely right. Yeah, uh, but it's 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 a fact that that you know people are luckily the the amateurs are out there doing their best to try and find out what it's all about. You know, come on, science helpers, um, universities um, should be. You know, should be trying to, I think, trying to help us. Uh, I'll, I'll just very quickly give you a very interesting little insight. Uh, last year, uh, before I came over to you, I, di I did a, uh, one of my talks, lectures, you know, what is a ghost, and all that sort of, uh, yeah. in a hall in, in Wales, uh, St. David's Hall, a big hall, and afterwards the guy was waiting to talk to me, uh, and he was a very uh, credible-looking guy in a suit with his uh, collar and tie, his wife and child with him, and he said, Richard, I'd, I'd just like to, to, to explain something to you. Uh, it's lovely to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. When you left Most Haunted, most of the science department of Cardiff University stopped watching the program. Really? Ah. Oh, yeah, this is what he said to me. And I said, do you know, that is the biggest compliment that anybody has ever given me in my life. And he said, well, I'd like to take you to stage farther because the sci my science department of Cardiff University would love to sit down round a table with you and discuss some of your ideas. Sweet. Oh, my God. Now, I thought, well, he gave me, gave me his card, email address, bloody bloody blah, and I came home elated, as you can imagine, from what he said. Absolutely. I, I thought, yes, this is it. They're going to help me. Someone's going to help me at long last. But before I got in touch with him, I stopped and I thought, <clears throat> what about Derby University? This is my hometown. Right. Uh, we have a university in Derby, and um, I've had Derby declared the most haunted city in Great Britain. Wouldn't it do as good if Derby did some research? So I spent the best part of three to four months trying to contact Derby University to help me. No help. And I ended up, I ended up with nothing. And by the time by the time I'd finished, I'd lost the guy's email. Wow! And I can't hey, remember his name. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick. The number here is eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine, or join us live in the TojiNet or Pararex chat room. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing, Richard. The, the other thing, I mean, I was on a show uh, not too long ago. It it, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a negative show. I mean, that's all they wanted. They yeah. really didn't. They weren't 
interested in doing anything positive. No, they wanted they just, to trash what you were doing. And, just and trash any, anybody they could, just to, you know, yeah. but that's the word of it. But, you know, there was some good that came out of it, the, because they asked, well, you said you're scientists, what do you do as far as scientific explanation? Well, I says, you know, you know, we do this, and they, well, that's not really scientific, we should control and so forth. Well, you know, it's difficult, if anything, to have a control when, when you're out investigating ghosts, especially in the field. I mean, I think it's more field research than uh, uh, definitely laboratory research where you can have the yeah. controls. And I talked to Karen about that, and Karen says, you're absolutely right. Uh, he has only known one uh, location, I believe it was, uh, was the one that had the Ghost of Henry VIII there that showed up on closed circuit TV. Oh, Hamden Court. Hamden Court Castle. They actually set up a yeah. control. They were able to do it. And and you have friends who are very very scientific when they they go out on investigation. I mean, they spent hundreds of hours, if I remember, doing one simple investigation. Oh, this, this is this is uh, Steve Steve Parsons. Yeah. Para. Yeah. You see, he calls himself Para Science. Right. So, I mean, there are some people who do it, but, I mean, just because you use a scientific uh, piece of equipment, whether a tri-field meter, I mean, that, that's what's going more on the, the high end of the thing, or a guy counter, yeah. rather than, like, cell sensors, which are really not that scientific. That's right. Uh, but you're not really, you know, you're not really doing scientific uh, testing. Experimentation. Experimentation. I mean, you are yeah. doing some stuff. So, I mean, it, it's, it's really different. And what's the difference between a paranormal researcher and a paranormal investigator? Is there a difference? Mm, mm, no. Uh, I would, I mean, obviously a researcher, I would imagine I, I could be classed more as a researcher because I, I go into, uh, you know, who was there, why they were there, were, were they really murdered there, did you find, you know, did you find any documentation uh, to prove prove that there could be a ghost there because they were murdered there, sort of thing? Whereas the investigator, I, I would say, is, is the is the guy with the trifield meter, the the, the dousing rods, um, and the K two meter. I would, perhaps, would you agree with that? I, I kind of, I think, I thought about long a long time on this. I think the researcher is one who actually shares their results with someone to make up, yes. you know, to add it to a community where it can be yes. picked apart or added to and yada, versus a investigator. Now, there can be a, a, an investigator, a research investigator, which is another thing. But if, if you share your study, your, your stuff, I believe you're a, a researcher. In other words, you're yes. sharing with the community. Versus an investigator who is more like, to me, a uh, private detective where he's doing an investigation for a particular client or something, and he's not apt to share his results. That's true. Yes, indeed. So that's, that's kind of my... Right. my now, I'm yeah. not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying no, 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 that's no. kind of my, this, my uh, definition of the two. Yeah, and I, w I would be inclined to agree with you, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's very similar. You know, the other one is a ghost detective, of course, but that's, that's like a... a Investigator. Yeah, suppose, it, it, really, it's, it? It, I think that's but, uh, syntax, and yeah, but you're right. It's how you define it, basically. Yeah, but again, the the, the beauty of it is certainly being investigator, researcher, or detective. You you not only um, you don't take at face value things that happen. Right. You 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 you, uh, you try and prove uh, the possibility. You know, in other words, yeah, there's a ghost of a lady, and and she. You know, how many stories have you heard over the years of someone that hanged themselves right. on the beam in the attic? You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, Richard, we're going to take a break right now, so... Uh, okay.
Yep, it's back to the attic in a minute. Yeah, back to the attic. Okay, okay. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with the most haunted Richard Felix. <laughs> oh, I like that. The Ghost Finder General and Ron Kolick from the New England Ghost Project in New England's own Van Helsing. We'll be right back after the following messages on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to Tojinet Radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Parax family. Being frugal doesn't mean being cheap, and the Frugalitarian is here to show you how. Jody Olson is the Frugalitarian on Togedown, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesdays. This is the art of great living. It's just a matter of time before people start asking you to tell them your secrets to better style, bargains on food, home decor, and clothing. Your wants don't have to change, just how you acquire what you want. On the Frugalitarian, it's an uncommon mix of style, fashion-savvy, and earth-friendly, showing you great taste, great style, and great ideas for finding everything you want for nearly nothing. I'm speaking from experience. I live on a beautiful farm where I take care of sheep and do a few light farm chores for extremely low rent. For more clever ideas on how to waste not and totally want not, go to thefrugalitarian.com. Join us every week for more information on how you can live better for less with Jody Olson. It's The Frugalitarian, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. And with me, my co-host from all the way across the pond, the most haunted Richard Felix. Oh, this is going to stick, isn't it? Richard Felix. I kind of like it for some reason. It just has a nice rule to it. Although I feel like the Ghost Funner General, I I will not... I like that one as well. I like that one as well. Well, we'll mix it up. I I used to refer to myself as the most haunted historian. That's nice, too. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but then again, there are people out there that refer to me as other things, Ron. <laughs> Don't they? Oh, yeah. Anyways, I do have a, a, a service announcement to uh, read, and that's basically on June, Saturday, June 12th, uh, at Port Constitution in the Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. Um, I will be uh, hosting some uh, walking tours. This is a nighttime walking tours with the EMF meters and everything with uh, Jeremy Donch, my lighthouse expert. And all the proceeds uh, go to the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse for the preservation of the lighthouse. And if you're interested in getting tickets, they are at www.portsmouthlighthouse.org. That's www.portsmouthharborlighthouse.org. Or you can go from the Indie Ghost Project website and... uh, Connect. I think they're 15 bucks, and uh, they're at night, so it's kind of cool, too. You go through the fort and the layhouse. So I did want to get that in. Richard, you also have a new website, I believe. I have indeed. Oh, yes, my, my website is back. My, the fan club, the Richard Felix fan club is back up again. Uh, richardfelix.co.uk. Okay. Um, and what's on there, Richard? 
Me. <laughs> oh, oh, Richard, oh, Richard uh, all the time? The, oh, there's all sorts of stuff on it. Yeah, I mean, basically, it, it was set up years ago and uh, unfortunately uh, disappeared. It, I think I told you, it got, it got a little hormonal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not and, touching uh, that. I mean, not it, wasn't me. it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it was the girls. Oh, dear. Uh, well, you see, at our age, Ron, I mean, I, I normally get things like, oh, do you know, my grandmother loves you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there we go. So, yeah, it's up and running again. We're, going to, we're setting up a forum again, which is really good news. There's loads of dreadful, dreadful photographs uh, of me from a very early age. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. There's also I hope you have one of those Gettysburg ones up there. Oh, no, listen, I'm waiting for those. I want some of those from you. Do you? I, I will send them over. I mean, those I would love to get some of those, because a lot of them I haven't seen. There's actually a photograph of me in my Davy Crockett outfit. Really? Yeah. Because I was a huge fan. You see, I've always been a huge fan of American history. Uh, and and I, was, I was, as I've told you this before, fascinated by Davy Crockett and the Alamo. Um, right from a very early age, because... I, when I went to see the first film with Fess. Do you remember Fess Parker? Oh, absolutely. I had a, I had a uh, coonskin cap. Did you? Of course I did. <laughs> well, listen, you go on to richardfelix.co.uk and I think join the members site and you can see me in my, in my raccoon uh, uh, cap, my Davy Crockett outfit. I even had a... Um, I'm trying to think what his, what his musket is, was called. Oh, uh, Betsy. Betsy! Yeah, Betsy. that's right. Yep. Yeah, oh, and well, who was well, the well, sidekick? Well, well. Sorry? Who was the sidekick? It's sidekick? Yes. Come on, I'm supposed to be a fan, aren't I? Of, uh, I don't know. I just forgot it. I think it's Travis. Travis. Oh, oh you don't mean Colonel Travis from... from no, 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 no. This is another... Oh, I can't... There is his name. Oh, my God. I can picture him, but I can't see it. <gasps> I can't. I remember the other film, Davy Crockett and the River Pirates. Oh, absolutely. Walt Disney, oh my God, now it is. <laughs> anyway, so that was an absolute fascination but of mine. But when, I went was, the, when I went, the films were 25 cents. Oh, gee, well, I used to, yeah, I used to go upstairs at the front for two shillings, which Ooh. was 10p, which is about 10 cents. And that was a long, well, we know we're the same age, aren't we, nearly? Um, uh, yeah, then I went, then I moved on from, the, well, the Alamo to uh, General Custer and the Little Bighorn. Oh, yeah. And the 7th seventh, seventh Cavalry. Uh, Wait a minute. Jill, a, Jilly, the producer of the show, is actually a big uh, da, uh, Daniel Boone. Oh, Daniel Boone, uh, Davy Crockett fan. I always thought she might know who his sidekick was. That's right, man. Anybody knows his sidekick? Yeah, sidekick. Give us a call at uh, 877-864-4869 or, or drop into the chat room and let us know. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, own a, Hawkeye? No, not, Chinga, not... Chingus Cook, wasn't it? That was uh, last of Higgins. Chingus Cook. Last of Roy Higgins. That's right. Great Hawkeye movie, by Chingus the way. Cook. Great movie. Yeah, great, absolutely fantastic. So you know, I've always, and then of course, you know, the American Civil War. Oh my goodness, you know, fascination for American history, um, and I still have. Um, I want to. As I've, I've told Eric before. I, I want to visit the Alamo because I want to. Uh, I believe it's rather haunted. Oh, I, I believe it is too. And, and another thing we get, we, we also, uh, Ghost Chronicles International, as well as the regular Ghost Chronicles, now available for free download on iTunes. So if you missed the past episode, you can go there. In fact, I, I owner in the uh, Tojinet chat room asked, uh, 
what episode Tony was on. I, I will check that out, Iona, and uh, hopefully, if, maybe by next week, if because uh, I got to tag all those. Unfortunately, uh, maybe I can find out what, what episode he was on. Yeah. But yeah, I would great. like to know as well, Ron. Yeah, yeah, he was so a great us, guy. Because I, I, I need to get on that and have a look and have a listen. It, to it, him you know, it's sad though, uh, Richard. Depending on how you look at, you realize that as soon as you're born, every minute you live is one minute closer to your death. Indeed, that is. It's quite worrying, isn't it, to say that? I don't know if it's worrying. Uh, it depends if, if you fear death or not. As I told you before, I do not know. I don't. Yeah. I don't fear death at all because I, I, I genuinely believe in, in some form of, of, of afterlife. We, we, we differ, you and I, of course, uh, uh, as to what it is, uh, I, yeah. I think. Obviously, you're a good Catholic boy. I am. Um. But I, I, I have, you know, gone farther and farther away from from the old beliefs of, of the church. Uh, but I but believe yet, there is something that we go on to. There's no doubt. I, I, I say to people, you know, how many people actually would would lie, lie on their deathbed and not be afraid? Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Right. I'm not in the slightest. Because uh, I, I, be, I know that we move on to, to something. Right. Um, we can call it heaven. Call it what we will. Uh, or hell, or, or anything else, but there is definitely a something else. There's an energy that goes on. Uh, and, yeah, so I don't fear it. I, I was only talking this afternoon uh, about, you know, uh, certainly elderly people. I, I, I genuinely don't believe that we should, we should mourn their passing, uh, other than the fact that we obviously miss them, but we should celebrate their life. Right. Because, you know... So is it, isn't like, that what an Irish wake is? I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I believe very much so. Yes, indeed. It's a, it's a party. It's a, you, you, you do know why they call it a wake, do you? Yes, I do. But go ahead. Tell us anyways, just in case... Well, well this is my, my, my theory on it. And the fact that, of course, in the olden days, everyone feared very much being buried alive. Absolutely. And so they actually had the body uh, in the coffin. Uh, in, in the case of the Irish, they often used to prop it up in the corner, you know, with, yep. the, with the lid off. And they used to they used to take part, if you like, in the party. And toast them. Uh, oh, what a, that's what I want. I'm telling you, I, I need, I definitely want to wait. But one of the reasons was that, that if they left the lid off, then uh, you know they would, in case they, would, they came round, if they were still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, then in later times, of course, you know this, of course, that, that certainly in Victorian times, we were so in fear of being buried alive that they actually used to have a bell uh, on the outside of the grave. And, and, a, and a string or a, a wire of some sort connected inside the coffin, uh, probably to the little finger or something like that. So if you did come round, um, you would ring the bell to let people know you were still alive, right. for whom the bell tolls. And those guys that used to hang around was part of the graveyard shift. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely right. Just yeah. listening to see if anybody... My goodness me. But yeah, um, no, no, no fear whatsoever of... of of death uh, for me, uh, which is which is wonderful, quite exciting. If you like to know what comes next, yeah, you, you know what? Everybody's in the chat room. They're, they're telling us about you know Daniel Boone's character. We, we want to know who Fess Parker's character, uh, Davy Crockett, was. Yeah, do you know? I don't. I don't remember him having a sidekick. He did. He did. <laughs> well, I, I believe you. But I, it's funny because I really, really. Really don't don't remember him. Having I can anybody see him. I, I actually can physically, uh, physically see him in my mind's eye. Because funnily enough, Fess Parker died recently, didn't he? Uh, I believe you believe he did. Very very recently. Um, 
months ago, something like that, because I was quite upset, you know, because, uh, yeah. Come on, guys, tell us who, who Davy Crockett's sidekick was. Anyways, uh, also in the news, uh, we do know that um, a uh, famous house is up for sale. Oh, listen, I want it. <laughs> I want Amityville. Uh, you only need a few million. Yeah, it, it's only $800,000. No, no, no. No, 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 sorry. It's 800,000 pounds. Pounds. Yes, pounds. Uh, pounds. One point, pounds. One point something million dollars. Right. An absolute snippet. Shall we buy it between us? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, come on. Could you imagine? Could you imagine owning? I mean, how much of it? I, I, have you been? I have not been. I Actually, uh, uh, a friend of mine who's uh, one of the witches from Salem who runs the Festival of Dead, which we always do an event for special yeah, yeah. evidence. So he actually has uh, some relics from the house. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You see, I don't know, again, you know, how, how, how true the whole thing is. I mean, I know for a fact there was a, definitely a, you know, uh, the family, a family of six were, were, were killed by, the, by the, the, one of the sons. Uh, right. That, that is fact, isn't it? That, right. is, uh, that is a murder. Six people murdered. That is, by God, that's, that's, that's a dreadful situation. But, but the people that only lived there for, was it 28 days? 28 weeks? 28, 28 days, days, days. It was only yeah. days. Uh, are the only people that have actually experienced anything in the house, I believe. I believe. Now, no, well, I believe that Earl, uh, what's his name, Warren and, um, what the heck, uh, Lorraine and, God. Lorraine. And you uh, they investigated. And also Hans Holzer investigated as well. Oh, did he? Yes. No, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't know he'd investigate, but he would. I mean, he's the sort of guy that seemed seemed to get around a bit, didn't he? Uh, um, to say the least. But um, I, I, I don't know whether it was because I, what I hadn't realised was that they actually had young children in the house, didn't they? Georgie was his sidekick. Who? Georgie. 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 Lisa yeah. and Davy Crockett and the River Pirates, when they fought it, they went against Mike Fink. Oh, right. Oh, well, I wasn't... I must be honest with you, I wasn't quite so into uh, the second one. It was the first one that, yep. that got George, me. George Georgie Russell. That's it. No, I, I don't remember that. I do. I remember his face. I couldn't think of his name. But anyways, <laughs> uh, David Crockett's sidekick is Georgie Russell. So, there you go. Georgie Russell. I didn't know that. Oh, well. Mm. Well done, guys. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, I was saying Amityville, of course, as I said, I, I didn't realise that there were um, children involved in, in the, um, in the, in that, you know, the, the, the guys that moved in um, actually had three, I think, three children. The Lutz family, weren't they? Yeah. George and Kathleen. Um, but I think they had three children, which, again, <laughs> makes me wonder, because, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm into the fact that, that it's children that... that sometimes cause poltergeist activity in a house. I uh, am not overly fond of that idea. Uh, really? I, oh, I, I, I think it's... I think it so can be caused, but I think, it, I think that's like a good catch-all. Like a good? Catch-all? 
Meaning if, if there's paranormal activity in the house and you have children, it's automatically uh, poltergeist activity, and I, I don't believe in that. I mean... I think a lot of it's to do with, with the energies from the children um, in the same way as like spontaneous human combustion and all sorts of other things. Oh, energies yes, from the yes, kids. right. We, we, we were going to talk a little bit about uh, that as well. well it's all spo- to, I think it's all connected. You with, know. Um, yeah. So you think that decaying. people actually will other people who go up in flames? I don't think someone, no, no, I don't think someone else can do that. I think you do it yourself without knowing. Um, like little fires sometimes catch in children's bedrooms. Uh, it's the energy from the child, the, the pent-up emotion, uh, for want of a better word. Uh, I mean, the, the number of um, poltergeist cases that involve, well, often children, where there's either abuse in the family, uh, divorce taking place, uh, um, violence in a house, Argument, you know, pent up emotion. Um, you, you know I, how much I believe in this fact that, that each one of us emits two kilowatts of electricity in a 24 hour period. You know, we are an energy source. We are our own energy source. We, we are our own generator, even. We are capable of more things than we, than any of us are attributed to. And I think, where, where, <laughs> I tell you what, I'm not quite sure how uh, somebody. Uh, somebody, any, anybody that is actually made up of seventy-five percent water, can actually can actually burst into flames. Right. Is that, that's a, you know what I mean. I mean, you think the body's seventy-five percent water? Uh, we, there, yeah, but we don't. I mean, we really don't know the power of the human mind. I mean, correct. Uh, as I always mentioned, when I started the Ghost Project, I didn't even believe in mediums and everything. And then working with Maureen and certainly changed that. And it's gotten to the point, like you know. Uh, I mean, I remember when she went and had an MRI because I had a concussion because we were so attuned, and and now I get fr- her freaking hot flashes, which is driving me up a wall. Really? So, oh yes. My wife says, "When the hell is she going to be done with them?" <laughs> but but you see, this is again. You see, you you live with a person, you work with a person. We we become. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, you and, your, you, you and Janet, me and Julia, I mean, right. you know, I, say, I, I say, get off my wavelength, will you? I was going to do that. I was right. going to say that. Yeah, we become attuned, and, and I believe that's kind of what it is. You know, a lot of the, you know, the New Age people will talk about vibrations, and I, I kind of believe that that's true. I mean, we all vibrate at, at certain levels, and, and then if you work with someone for long enough or, or married to them long enough, your vibrations sort of sink. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and and of course the frequencies that we 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 give off um, frequencies apparently have weight. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sorry, our thoughts have frequencies, and frequencies have weight. Now that means that we can move things. Possibly. We are not that far away from Star Wars and use the Force wrong. Force. Uh, we actually have a question for you, and this is a little bit out of the conversation, but before I forget, I'll right. put it in. Iona in the uh, Tojinet chat room asks, uh, if you will be at Ansley Hall or Tingestine Hall uh, soon or near... Unfortunately, West. we can't do Annesley Hall anymore, Iona. Um, we, 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 had, we had it for a while, but the gentleman that owns it... Um, so, well, doesn't doesn't really like people going in very much, which is understandable. Well, yeah. we, we, he was very good to us, very kind. We, we did two or three events there. It's a very, very, very haunted uh, 
stately home that, that's well, I mean, is, is it a big uh, location? It's a big house, very big yeah. house. Uh, Lord, you, you heard, of course, you've heard of Lord Byron, the right, famous poet. Right. Yeah, well, he he used to visit that house. He used to his 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 childhood sweetheart lived there, and Byron's ghost haunts the place, amongst others. Um, but we at the moment we can't get in there anymore, which is a real real shame um, because we got in there exclusively. But uh, at the moment it's it's closed. We can't do it. But we've got some fascinating new places that nobody else can get into. Cool. Like, and all they need to do is to either go on to richardfelix.co.uk, because the yeah. details are on there, or we've, we've got another website now uh, called um, ghosteventsuk.com. You'll have to send those links so I can put them on my website. Oh, really? We also have another question from the uh, Parax chat room, and this is from... Uh, Ceiling Cat Chatter Chick Union International 239 member, whatever that is. Uh, and, and they asked about wakes and sinning. Do you know about sinning? That is always a fascinating subject to me. Sorry, say that thing. What, what? Wakes, we, we talked a little bit about. Yeah, and know about sin, wakes. Sin eating. Sin, S-I-N, eating, E-A-T-I-N-G. Sin eating. Yep, you ever heard of it? Never heard of it. This is oh, new to me. You Richard, see? Richard, it's like the coolest come on, thing. Come on, come on. I told you I'm only a youngster and I'm learning all the time. <laughs> yeah, sin, Tell me sin, more. Eating, sin eating is actually a, a pretty good uh, custom. It, it's in a lot of societies. I, I believe the, the English uh, may have it or the Irish may have it. I'm not sure 100%, but I know it's in a lot of different societies. And basically, there are several. Uh, Variations. One of them, you actually would pay people to come in and uh, put out. They would put out these big uh, dinner plates and stuff, and uh, the people you pay would come in and eat these food. And sometimes they didn't pay them. They were like the destitute of the town, and they would mm-hmm. eat the food. And they they believed that because they ate the food, they were eating the sense of the deceased person. I have never heard of that before. That is. Very interesting. So you mean you mean anybody off the streets or somebody you organise someone to come in and eat eat a plate of plate of food pre- prepared by a person, and that would in fact remove the sin from the person who prepared the food. Right. If someone else ate it. Exactly. Wow. I, I've never heard of it. Really? Um, it, it's in a lot again. of cultures. Pardon? It's in a lot of cultures. Really? No, it, 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 it's something that I've never heard of. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm a novice to the whole damn thing, as you know, and I'm learning all the time. Um, I've never heard it in sort of Irish uh, culture mm. or, or in, 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 in English, but that doesn't mean to say it doesn't exist. I will find some more out about it. You know about it, of course. Yes. I've always been fascinated. It, it goes way back. I, I can't... I, 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 hand i can't tell you that's all i know about it but it, it does go back uh oh, can you believe that someone's actually given me a uh, a remedy for menopause in the chat room the <laughs> chat room they told me if i take uh 
Rimafemin, whatever the hell that is. Uh, Rimafemin, which I guess is a black co-host-based natural medicinal science. I have no clue. But it's not for my wife, dear. It's for me. Get over it. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I think you'll, uh, you'll... Do you get hot flushes as well, Ron? I get her hot flashes. <laughs> I get freaking Maureen's hot flashes. That's the stupidest, weirdest thing I've ever seen. And, and I presume you get them at the same time as her. Absolutely. That's unbelievable. Oh, thank God I don't baby. get it all. It's only at night, okay? It seems like yeah. when my body is in the alpha state or, or resting is when they occur. Yeah. It is uh, again, bizarre. I just think it's uh, an affinity that the two of you have, you know, uh, um... The more you work together, the more you think. It's the same. How different is that really to a twin, um, you know, that feels the pain of the other twin, even though they're living thousands of miles away? It, right, it, absolutely. It, we, we, you know, we, we just, as I say, I keep saying it, we, if only we knew more about we ourselves. Then you we'd know, know more about... I, I remember uh, Leslie, who, who was a listener of the show, and... Uh, she asked us an interesting question at one time is shouldn't hospitals employ mediums or psychics to communicate with people who are in comers? My God, yeah. Why not? I, well, yeah. we, don't, we, don't, we don't know if it'll work. No, but we should try. I mean, what a fantastic idea. And, and again, you see, if, if only... If only people would get over this this business of you know that there are no such things as ghosts and that there are no such things as as mind readers and mediums and everything. You know, the sooner we realise that there is something in it, the sooner we can harness the the ability of these people to do. It. I mean, last week, right? We, we were no, the week before we were talking about the, these Moors murderers uh, and and the possibility of of being able to find. Um, the body of this young boy, Keith Bennett, in right, other words, right. to, to, to give him closure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what, you know, why don't we, as I've said to, to Norrie in the past, why don't we get the best, the ten best mediums in the British Isles or wherever? Does it have to be the British Isles? Can, you know, can, can we not travel further? And remember that lady in, I think it was Atlanta, told me that there was a, a, a Cromwellian soldier standing by me in that pub that we were in. So, you know, what difference does it make whether it's 10 miles or 10,000 miles away? Right. Um, why don't we get the, the, the 10 best and, and, and use them, believe in them, and see if we can actually do something about it? And the other thing I suggested quite a while ago was that we also get the 10 best dowsers in the country and to actually see if we can do something. Right, right. It, it, uh, it's not difficult. In regards to the sending thing, uh, one of the, the uh, Cecil Sealing Cat or whatever, Sealing Cat has said that the sending is from Wales. Uh, in the county yeah. of Hefford, uh, was an old custom at funerals to hire the poor people who were, were to take upon them all the sins of the party deceased, and they were called sin eaters. They, they actually gave them food, though. That's how it became uh, sin eaters. Wow. I like it. I, I, I will. Um, I will go away and uh, do a little bit of research into that because it's something I've never heard of, but it's something that again fascinates me a bit. It's a little bit, little bit like sort of back to the religious type thing of absolving sin. Oh, right? it is. That's the, the, the isn't the, it? Yeah. 
in an, in another way. In other words, so I presume that the poor person, <laughs> the poor person, literally, that eats the food and absolves the sin, or, or takes the sins on themselves, do they? Yes. Does that mean that they then have to burn in hell? Instead well, the other poor person? people, I guess they don't count. I don't know. Well, hey, listen, <laughs> you, 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 that's so true. That is so true. Um, very quickly, I think I think a few weeks ago we were talking, if we weren't, we should have been, talking about body snatchers. Yeah. I think we were. And, and we, we, uh, got, we got about 40 seconds left and two, okay. well, a couple well, of minutes left. Right? Basically, what used to happen was, in the, in the olden days, they used to give a hanged person to the doctors uh, for dissection, but then they stopped it, and from 1830-something, they actually, the poor people from the workhouses... Their bodies were given to doctors for dissection because nobody bothered about the poor people, which was dreadful. They were just, their bodies were not buried. They were just given away to doctors for dissection purposes, yep. which I think was dreadful, just because they were poor and they didn't count. And their spirits are still wandering. We will Waiting. actually, we're going to have to check out this, this, this Sin Eater stuff a little bit more. Sin Eaters, I will, yeah, you, you do your bit. I'll do my bit, and we'll report back next week. Next week. Actually, we, we have, uh, I know it's in more than just Wales. I know that, I believe, uh, even in uh, uh, some some of the southern European countries have it, too. I'm, really? I'm not sure, though. I, I You know, I, I will check out. But, uh, so, uh, we'll actually see what else we can find similar to, right. you know, the... Uh, to, to, to sort of sin-eating and, and other things of sort of uh, taking on other people's sins and see what we can find. It could be very interesting. I shall give me something to do this week. Okay. I've got nothing else to do, honestly. I, I just I get this useless piece of trivia that I do want to bring about. You know how some good comes out of bad sometimes? Yes. Do you know... Two minuses make a plus. There you go. Do you know the tradition of carrying the torch from Mount, the mountain Olympus to the Olympics? You know where that started? No, I don't. Hitler in Nazi Germany. Well, there you go. <laughs> he, he was the first one to start it, believe it or not. And right. it has continued ever since. And I think it's a great tradition, no matter okay. where the start, no matter where it started. So it, was, it wasn't something that originated in ancient Greece then? Nope, it was Hitler who started it. And it has since the first Olympics in 1930 or 40, whatever a freak it yeah, was. Yeah, in, in Munich, 38, 39, whatever. Uh, yeah. They have continued every, every year since, every well, Olympics since. They, well, at least he did something good for the world. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm that one. <laughs> I like it. It's a very interesting one. Didn't, didn't know that one. I mean, that's, that's uh, the, the cool thing. There was so much information out there. I mean, with the passing of Tony, for instance, we lost a lot of stuff that we... We, we have indeed. We have indeed. Uh, I'd just like to know if there's a book or if he's written a... If, he, if there's any documents or, or, or anything that he's, that he's, that he's you know, done that, that could be published or something. All right. Well, I will look into that as well. So anyways, we've run out of time. I know. Most enjoyable. Again... As usual, I still think we need a two-hour program what? instead of a one-hour program. I know it, I know it, I know it. I'm talked right over you, you know that, don't you? Anyway, <laughs> listen to Ghost Chronicles Internet. Thank you so much. Uh, Richard and I will be back next week, and we will have someone interesting on the show, I believe. We will so, indeed. So we'll be right... I mean, we won't be right back. See you next week. We'll be right back in a week. Good night and God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties. This is the easy life. This is the 